The following is a Kingfisher Media Production. Hey guys, you're listening to the In the Blood podcast. I am your host, A.C. Bergen Fisher. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, whether you are a new or returning listener. I'd like to invite you to consider what is being shared with an open mind and a receptive heart. Before we begin, though, the following disclaimer. I am a coach, not a therapist. Everything I share is opinion-based and from personal experience. If you require therapy, I'd be happy to help you explore your options. For those who would prefer coaching with me, that can be arranged via email at inthebloodpod at gmail.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this project for as little as $5, you can do so by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash inthebloodpod. EA Bookianeri said, be wise today so you don't cry tomorrow. One of the things that I come across over and over is the overwhelming regret that haunts so many of us. I'm not talking about the sort of small ticket regrets like, I wish I hadn't eaten that just before bed, or I wish I'd left the house a little earlier to avoid traffic. No, I'm I'm talking about the big ticket regrets, the things that make us feel like if we had chosen differently, maybe life wouldn't suck. The kind that leave us wishing for a do-over. The kind that leave us wondering, what if, in regard to so many things we decided to do or to not do? To live a life without regret doesn't mean that we never make a mistake. It doesn't mean that we never fail. It means that we live life to the fullest and we try to learn from our experiences. All of us have things that we regret doing and things that we regret not doing. We stay in jobs we hate and we stay in relationships that don't leave us feeling very special. We let golden opportunities slip past us because of fear or uncertainty. The upside, though, to this kind of regret is that it can motivate powerful change. When we shift our focus from trying to live life with no regrets to living an authentic life with a defined purpose, we begin to discover a world filled with endless opportunities for personal growth. That still leaves the question of how to live life with no big ticket regrets. I don't think anyone wants to get to the end of the road not having achieved the things that they wanted. I don't think anyone wants to live their final chapter immersed in if only or what if. Today, I want to explore several ways we can live a life with minimal regret. First, we can reflect on our experiences. When we think about our past regrets and find the lessons in our failures and mistakes, we can avoid repeating them. When we shift the focus away from the hurt or disappointment of being wrong and toward the excitement of having learned something, 
that regret loses its hold on us. We can take ownership of our lives. It's easy to blame people or situations outside of our control for our regrets. I think the trick is to focus on the control we have over ourselves to make the choice to grow from adversity and maybe even be grateful for the experience. We can become more self-aware. I mean, what do we really want from life? We need to get in touch with ourselves so we can figure out what happiness looks like for us and how to get ourselves there. You know, and that ties into, you know, like how we need to learn to think for ourselves. When we figure out what we want, it's easier to stop following the crowd. To live a life without big ticket regret, we need to first prioritize the things that make this one life the one that we actually want to live. And we can't do that on anyone else's terms. We need to let go of the past. We need to accept that everything happens for a reason. And I'm not talking about some sort of divinely inspired cosmic magical reason either. I'm talking about the fact that one thing leads to another. That is an unavoidable reality of life on any level. We need to discover what these reasons are so we can let our experiences shape us into the people that we actually want to be. This next one is hard. We need to forgive. Forgiveness isn't something that we give to others. I like to think of it more like a gift that we give to ourselves. When we truly forgive, we can let go of the past and move on. I did a whole episode called The Importance of Forgiveness, so I'm not going to dive too much into that one point here, but it's powerful stuff. Check it out. We need to do what we love. Life is too short to waste our time doing things that don't bring us joy or fulfillment. We need to spend our time with the people who bring out our best, enjoying our hobbies, and even giving back to the community. We need to discover our purpose. You know, like what lights us up? What makes us actually want to get out of bed in the morning? Our purpose is directly linked to these. All of us are so aware of and driven by our obligations, but I think we need to take more time to discover our passions and our interests unapologetically. We have to take care of ourselves. It's really difficult to have the energy to live life without regret when we are run down or burned out. We're no good to anyone, including ourselves, when we're running on empty. We need to practice gratitude. A sense of abundance in life can help reduce some feelings of regret. You know, instead of regretting the choices we made, which led us into not having all the things that we want, we should try to be grateful for all of the things that we already have 
and for the people we have to share these with. We need to be open. Learning how to live life without regrets as we get older, especially, can be difficult. We tend to get set in our ways to some degree, so opening ourselves up to new experiences, however difficult, is very necessary and very rewarding. When I look back on my life, I have few regrets about the things that didn't work out. The things that really bother me are the things I didn't try. I can't change the past, but I can learn from it, as mentioned earlier, and I can start doing things differently right now. We need to get out of the comfort zone. Comfort, as they say, is the soulmate of regret. We absolutely need to seek out new experiences. It's never too late to overcome the things that hold us back. At a certain point, I think too many of us are convinced that we know what we like and what we don't like, so there's no driving need to try something new. I think this, more so than fear, keeps us stuck in our comfortable ruts. I'm not sure who said it, but I heard a quote that said, a rut is nothing more than a grave with the ends kicked out. I don't know about you, but I'm not quite ready for the grave. We need to be present. Many of us go through life stuck in the past or focused on the future. When we get too deeply invested in either of those, we do that at the expense of the present. Of course, we need to learn from and even celebrate the past. And of course, we need to prepare for our future. While we're doing that, though, we need to be aware that we're living right now in this moment. It's a simple concept on paper, but I think all of us know how difficult that is in practice. But, you know, my, my dad used to say that nothing worth doing is easy. And I do think that applies here. We need to work towards our goals. Goals lead to growth. Having plans to achieve these, I think, is super important. Our society has conditioned us to see goals as related to career or the accumulation of wealth, but I want to push back on that. Learning how to bake cookies or play the ukulele or developing the discipline to go for a walk every day can be just as important. It's never too late to go after what we want or to learn new things. My father enrolled in university when he was in his 50s because he had always wanted to. A lady I used to go to church with tried skydiving in her 70s because she didn't have a chance before that. If they didn't use age as an excuse, neither should we. Lastly, I think we need to plan for the end of life. One of the things I admire about Tibetan culture is how when someone is nearing the end of life, they have open discussions about the different experiences people have while dying. Ancient Buddhists identified, I think, seven different kinds of death. They believe that 
it's the fear of the unknown more than the fear of death that bothers people during this time. I mean, there's also the practical and logistical end of things. Waiting too long to make an end of life plan is a common regret. I think it's important to consider all of our options and make a plan that's right for us so that we can enjoy our later years without worrying about the stress that we're leaving behind for our loved ones. I think all of us want to live life without big ticket regrets, and I believe we can. When we live boldly, daring to be our authentic selves, pursuing the things we love with the people we love, learning every step of the way, always open to new things, regret becomes such a small piece of the puzzle. If you have thoughts on this or anything else I've spoken about, send me an email. I seriously would love to hear about it. In the bloodpod at gmail.com. And until next time, my friends, much love.